0: Welcome to Hair Uncut. I'm your host, Kelly Gorsuch. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at the hair trade from a top flight perspective. Follow along while we explore it through open and honest discussion. Guys, guys, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. A huge shout out to the listeners out there. I really appreciate it. If you could take a little minute, take a second to just like this, give it a a thumbs down, a thumbs up, whatever you want to do. I really enjoy talking to y'all. It's more of a community thing for me. So stop in, say hi, give me a little DM or something, say what's up. Uh, I love that. I, I love meeting hairdressers and especially the ones who um, our focus on either getting to the top or already at uh, what I would consider the top flight. You know, today I'm just going to have some coffee with y'all. One of my rituals of every day is to get in here early at the sh- in the studio above the shop and and have my coffee and, and kind of think my thoughts. I, you know, I've been like wrapped up. I read this thing online about this debate of guest versus customer and And then I went in a wormhole of reading the comments. The British like to say uh, that we've lost the plot. (laughs) And I think this is one of those cases where it's like, as an industry, I don't, as for me, this is the trouble with being me, right? Is uh, I'm a critical thinker through and through. I will question even the things that I'm 100% sure on. Um, So it's never an easy debate for anything for me, anything. And I think that's the way it should be. I'm I'm really relaxed with that. Um, I'm at peace with it. I I love it about my brain. And I I really kind of got into this wormhole and I'm like, y'all have missed the plot. You've lost it. It's gone. It's gone. There can be no debate about what you call the client, customer, or guest. It's all the same thing. Right? Like, if you look up all of those definitions, which I did, right? like I wasn't going to come on here and, and not do two minutes of, of research. I've looked these all up before in my life, but I just looked them all up at the same time. And they literally really are interchangeable words. They all mean almost exactly the same thing. All right? So there really is no debate here. It, it, and this is something that like I, I try to tell people in the salon. All the time. Any owner that will listen is like, at the end of the day, with anything, just go with your gut. Don't let another person tell you what to do. You can listen to the information, right? And this is the times of my life where I've gotten off the path. It's, I, I, I listened to the information and then I like took someone's word for it. And it went bad. Like, just imagine this. I haven't done color in a long time, but I'm going to use this color analogy. When I was younger, I would, I was like hesitant to do color because I just don't see color the way that a lot of people see color. Right. And I, I, you know, I'm just honest about that. Like I, the the technique was something I could learn. Color was just difficult. Like I really probably needed about three, four years assisting to, to probably develop my eye for color before I should ever have done it. Right, But I had some techniques, so I was doing it, and that was where the high prices were at the time so i I was doing it to try to make a little coin right. I should not have been doing it and and I'll tell you why it's because I wasn't strong enough to not take people's advice. So I'd go in the back room and I'd be like, she wants this golden blonde, uh ashy, like whatever, drizzle with dirt look. I don't know what it is. Whatever. You know, some they they describe some color to me that doesn't exist. Um, it does exist in their their mind, right? And I I like in my mind, I don't know what the hell that is. Like, there's no way for me to get there. Like, you tell me what brown is, and your brown is gonna be a different brown than mine, right? So I'm um, I'm sitting there and I I would be I'd think about a formula and I'd be like, okay, this is what I think, right? And then I'd ask somebody and they'd give me a completely different formula, right? And the times that I would take their advice were the times that went bad. And it wasn't that they were bad because they were often good hairdressers. It's just that they didn't have all the information. They weren't in there on the in the consultation. They weren't in your brain. They didn't pick the nuances up of, of consultation. They didn't pick those nuances up, right? So you picked those up. You had the information then you distilled it and now you got to make a decision right but go with your decision don't just blindly follow someone cuz that's when it goes bad and then you kick yourself cuz you're like yo i got paid for that i should have made that decision now i'm living and dying by someone else's decision and that is not a world i want to be accountable to right i want to be accountable for my decision i can live i can live by a bad decision i'll live by the sword i'll die by the sword right i can live with my own bad decisions i can't live with someone else's bad decisions for me cuz then you'll you'll unfairly resent them um I- anyway i don't want to get sidetracked from from this but this idea of customer versus guest versus, you know, and I hear people are like, I want to be a doctor. So a doctor would call them a client. And the next person's like, well, I want to feel like they're in my home. So I call them a guest. And then the next person's like, well, I call them a customer because they're paying me for my services. And here's the deal. You're all right. You're all right. No one's wrong. You're all right. So whatever you like, oftentimes in decision making, I say that like if you have two, two fairly good decisions and you're having a hard time picking between them, either of them will work. You don't just pick one. The worst thing you can do is have that analysis paralysis. This is one of those moments. Just call them whatever makes your heart flutter, whatever makes your heart sting. Like when, I, when I think of the, the customer in the salon, I, I'm thinking of them as a guest because I think of my salon as a home. I want my home to be comfortable. For example the five seconds I was in the restaurant field, the average restaurant is trying to put like pretty uncomfortable chairs on uncomfortable tables. One, because they cost a little less, they last a little longer. They're putting those in and they're trying to turn and burn. So they're trying to get you to not be too comfortable to sit there for 10 hours a day, right? Coffee shop doesn't have like always have the most comfortable chairs because they don't want you to sit there for five, six hours and just use it as your workplace, right? But the thing is here, like, I don't look at the salon as that. It's not a turn and burn thing for me. Once the guest gets there, that's my that's my sole focus as a, as a boss, as a hairdresser, as a person, right? Like, they're in our home. Where I'm here more than I'm at my own home, I definitely, or at least awake, I, I definitely want them to be taken care of. And I, I want to feel good about it, you know? And, and that matters to me. Um... So whatever you call them has to be based on how you feel about it. To me, that is a hundred percent of the game. And if if calling them a customer makes you feel good about taking care of them, then do it. If calling them a client is what it. Here's the thing: when I was a waiter when I was younger, it said guest check on the the little pad. I wrote the like the the menu items on when they ordered right? Like it didn't say client check. It didn't say customer check. It's a guest check. They've been calling the guests that forever because it's hospitality. We take care of them like they're guests, right? And I think that's right. I don't think you should get bogged down in this. Just call... Like I interchange it. I call them clients sometimes. I call them customers sometimes. I call them guests sometimes. That doesn't bother me. You know, there are other things in this industry that bother me greatly. Like, uh, one of the things that bothers me greatly is I hate when people refer to this as, I hate when people refer to our industry as craft, right? Like, that drives me crazy because in my mind, it's not a craft. It's a trade. You learn it. You pass it on. It's not some, like, hobby right? And, and I despise the term, but at the end of the day, like, am I like really going out on a limb and being like, no, don't use that word? No, I don't care. Whatever makes you feel good about this trade or whatever you want to call it is right. That's right. Whatever gives you that feeling, that purpose that, ma- that makes you want to do something higher than yourself, I'm all in. I'll live with you. I'm, I'm there with you, right? There is no greater purpose in this world than living for something that's bigger than you. I just want to leave it there. Call them whatever you want. There is no debate. Guys, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to care about the industry. It, It matters more now than it ever has before. Please review this podcast if you're so inclined. And if you like the content and the information that we shared today, please take it, make it your own, distill it, skill up, and whatever you do. Please take the time to pass it on to the next generation.